Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Big Girl Panties. I'm Shayna, and I'm here with Priya. Hey. (laughs) How are you? Good. It's been a good week. Has it? Yeah. What about you? Good. Um, (laughs) I feel like every time you start with um, the week wasn't like hot fire flames. Oh, no. (laughs) What happened? It, it It was an okay week. No, it was just, it was just a long week. I... It was one of those weeks where, you know, you're, you're like, I'm so burnt out and I can't do anything about it. Mm. That was the kind of week I had. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm just, a sis is a little tired, a little sleepy. You need a vacation. A little stressed. I do need a vacation. Or at least just That'd a break. Nice. Yeah. I'm hoping, by God's grace, to take one around Christmas time. Like, Get in an extra week than I normally would have, I think. Like, I'll just take it off. Like, from from work, you mean? Yeah, from work. Well, I'll be done school by by Christmas, I think. <gasps> Goodness. Oh, my gosh. You're going <laughs> to feel so relieved. Oh, I'll be liberated. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And it's scary. Is that, like, but amazing. done, done? Done, done. Like, unless I decide... No, if I go do my PhD, I'm not doing it for at least three years. I need the time. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be done, done. Like entering the big girl panty world, really. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like real yeah. adulting. Yeah. Like real, real. <gasps> like working full time and not part time, real. Oh, my gosh. At a career kind of job. Yeah. Not just like a job job. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh, my man. So I just have to, I just have to hold it together until December and then I'll be good. I could do that. You can make it. Yep. I have all the faith in the world in you. Thank you so much. I mean, like academically you've made it this far. I don't see you (laughs) crumbling in the last, what, two months? (laughs) A girl better not. Can you imagine? (laughs) I'm like one week before, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I quit. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. No, no. I, I'll make it through. Oh, man. But I'm glad you had a good week. What was good? Tell me. I want to know. Um, it was, it was pretty good. I, I spent more time applying for jobs which mm. um I have no real updates from <laughs> from last week <laughs> except that there are now like freaking how many more businesses that are in possession of my resume now love that uh-huh um I had an interview today <gasps> to tell it was good I kind of got the impression that the lady actually forgot <laughs> that I was coming. <laughs> so like, I got there and it was really busy. Um, and, uh, and she was just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. One second. Hold on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm in a rush. It's fine. But anyway, it was great. Like we sat down and we talked and you know, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah. But it was quick. Like it was very quick. And I just kind of got the impression that like, she probably had an appointment or something that she had to get to. And Mm. so there was no real time to like sit down and talk about those nitty gritty kind of things that you'd probably want to talk about during an interview. Totally. Um, so I don't know. I mean, hopefully I hear from her. Maybe I won't, but from my end, like it went well. For what it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all you can ask for, right? If you can leave and be like, yeah, I, for what I was able to do, I did a good job of it. Yeah. You can't, you can't argue with that. That's just, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. So we'll see. That's where I am right now. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for the updates. I feel like now we have like <laughs> another segment, like I know. for his job journey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's a series. <laughs> A whole series. Jeez. Okay, so what about your big girl panties moment? Yes. Um, let me think. Oh, I. Wow. For a second, I was like, "Did I have one?" <laughs> I'm. Oh, I'm still scared for the day when I come here and I'm like, I literally don't have a moment this week. I was a child this week. 
<laughs> but I did like, nothing. Honestly, though, that could be a moment in and of itself. How so? Like just allowing yourself to be carefree for a week and to not take things too seriously for a week or to not like to to choose to intentionally handle something later and allow yourself time right now. You know what I mean? No, that, I do. That could it's, be, it's like a self-care, yeah. like conscious, mindful moment. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? Now I'm putting that in my back pocket. Yeah, I just save that one for and, later. Yeah. And if you're like, that's not a big girl panty moment, I'll be like, you said, you said. episode, episode <laughs> such and such. <laughs> um, but I think my my big girl panty moment this week was, uh, okay, so I have a hard time advocating for myself versus advocating for other people. Like I find it a lot easier to stand up for someone else. And this week I kind of had to stand up for myself um, in a work situation where, and it wasn't anything bad. It was more like I needed certain resources. I needed certain things. And I actually opened my mouth up for once and like said, Hey, this is what's going on with me. This is what I need to be successful. Like I need you to understand X, Y, and Z. Um, And it went so well. Like the conversation I had with my supervisor was excellent. She was super understanding. I was able to get things addressed that I've been needing to address for honestly weeks and weeks and weeks now. Um, And it kind of reminded me that I think sometimes we're scared to say the things we need because we think that people don't think we're valuable enough to receive them. Mm, Like that's deep. And I, yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, And (laughs) at that moment I was like, I was like, yeah, I, you know what, the way she responded, I am valuable enough to receive these things. Um, If this is, they think I'm doing good work and they're willing to work with me because of that. And it's like, yeah, it was just a moment of learning and me being like, okay, like you can advocate for yourself. It's okay. And people aren't going to be upset or like, you know, be like, no, we want things to stay the way they are. If you're doing good work, they will work with you to make sure that you can continue to do so. And so that was my, my moment. That's awesome. Thank you. It is so true. It's really weird how, I mean, maybe not all people are like this, but I feel it sometimes too. Like it really is easier to stand up for somebody else Mm -hmm. than it is for yourself. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know why that is though. I think the reason why is different for different people. I don't think there is just one reason Mm. why. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. That's so So cool though. Thank you. It was definitely, um, yeah, something that I will remember. So the next time I have to do it, I can like remind myself you did it that one time and it was okay. Mm -hmm. And things got better because of it. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. That's so great. Good for you. Thanks, Priya. Tell me yours. Okay. I'm so excited to hear. Okay. So wait, can I say before you say that? What? I'm so excited to hear because I called you the other day and you were like teasing this moment. You were like, I can't tell you. You have to wait for the pod. I was like, I want to know. Okay. It's because when I start telling you the story, because you've been a part of my life for so long, you'll be able, like, you'll just understand it probably more than the average listener. Um, but okay. okay, so my moment involves some backstory. Yeah, I love a good backstory. Let's <laughs> we hear love it. a good I'm backstory. So ready. <laughs> okay, so um, okay, so growing up, um throughout several years of elementary school, um, I had a really hard time with uh being bullied. Mm-hmm. And you know, like a lot of kids go through it, especially girls, because there are these certain years where (laughs) for whatever reason, girls are just really catty and can be like super bitchy, which is like really weird because your eight-year-old self doesn't understand what that even (laughs) means, but you're embodying it. Like anyway, it's the movie. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I had a really hard time with it. Like there were days on days on days on days on days where I would come home from school Mm -hmm. in tears and like, Mm -hmm. you know, like my parents meeting this person's parents meeting with the teacher, like 
like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, anyway, it was really hard. Um, time goes on, the years go on, people grow up. Um, and I actually years and years later ended up getting a message from this person on social media and it was basically them just kind of apologizing for the way that they had been when they were really young. And mm-hmm. it was a super cool moment. What? Is this the person I'm thinking Probably. Of? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I need the... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's totally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which I got a message too from this person. Amazing. Really? Continue. I didn't know that. Yes, I did. Okay. Not recently, but... We'll discuss time. that when we're not recording. <laughs> But yeah, I got a message and it was really cool. I, I was, I mean, I was kind of over it, quote unquote, at that point anyway, but you know, to, to get that message is just a really cool, um, validating. Is that the right word I'm looking for? I think validating. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And, and like closure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then fast forward even more. So I'm so for, for anybody who doesn't know, um, I'm a makeup artist. I've yes, she is. been in the industry for a while now. Um, and that's something that I do. And I do a lot of weddings, um, especially, well, mostly in the summer because <laughs> we live in Canada and <laughs> who gets married in February in Canada? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. A sibling of this person messaged me and booked me for their wedding for makeup. And Mm -hmm. it was this interesting realization like, oh, wow, I have not seen this person who used to bully me in probably, I would say, close to 15 years. Yeah. Um, And I'm about to see them for this wedding and I'm about to do their makeup all up in their all face. All up in their face, literally. And it was just this really weird moment where I was like, okay, I'm emotionally, I'm fine. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's like some band-aid or scab that's being ripped off, you know, by knowing that I'm going to see this person. You know, the apology mm-hmm. was said, like, I'm good. I'm fine. Um, I don't feel any type of way about it, but there's still the reality that what happened happened. Right. And so it's, yeah, it's just a little bit odd, especially since there's like been so many years that's gone by since I've seen this person anyway. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had this choice to make like, okay, am I going to show up and do makeup for this wedding and be kind of awkward and like sort of weird and like unsure about it or am I going to show up and do my job and be professional and be the way that I always am when I, you know, show up to a job. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I did. And this person came and sat down in my chair and we started catching up and just kind of talking about what our lives look like now. And, um, I don't know. I left and I was like, wow, that was actually kind of nice. <laughs> like, that's yeah. awesome. And I laughed and I was like, wow, like to hear, you know, what you're doing now and what your life looks like now. And, you know, you've got this amazing partner that you're with now. And I, I was like, I'm really happy for you. <laughs> yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. It was just a really cool, like full circle moment really yeah um yeah yeah so I don't know I mean I don't really does it count as a BGP moment I don't know I definitely you think think so I do I do I mean even if it doesn't it was a really cool just personal life kind of a moment um well yeah exactly it's about becoming and having new experiences and having things happen and like being able to reflect. I think it's totally one of those moments. Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah. Thinking about all the experiences that I had with this person in elementary school and then to have this lovely experience with this same person now, it was just, Mm -hmm. wow. Anyway, 
So that's isn't my it moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, isn't it incredible though, how much people can change and like how, cause even the fact that apologies were given from this individual to me, that shows a lot of growth, first of all, mm-hmm. but also like to go in and have that lovely experience and be able to catch up and it wasn't awkward or there was no like animosity and every, everything was just good. Like you're two grown adults having a wonderful conversation. Mm-hmm. Like that makes me proud of both of you. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And was, I'm like, ugh, yeah. Oh, I love that. She's killing it right now. She told this. Also. Yeah. Totally. Like killing it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like love I watched it and I was like, wow. Like I, I really am. I'm so happy for you. Like you're, yeah. you're doing great. You're doing the damn thing. Like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah it was okay. really cool. I loved that. I'm glad we waited to chat about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So that was my cool moment. It. it was a good life moment. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how we wear headphones while we were recording and I didn't realize how hot they get. Like I'm sitting here and I'm like, Ooh, I feel that too. Like, well, it's like yeah. essentially wearing earmuffs. Earmuffs. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Like ear sweat. And I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm one of the, <laughs> I can never decide if I'm hot or cold either. Like most times I'm cold, but then sometimes I'm hot. So I have like a blanket like draped over my lap right now, but like scrunched up and like all of a sudden I'll get cold and I have to like unfold it. And I don't know why I'm saying all this right no, now. No, I just- know exactly what you mean. Okay. For me, I like my upper half. Okay. My upper half can be cooler, mm-hmm. but my legs and my feet have to be covered. Oh, so like, okay. Even, even if I'm hot, like even if I'm sitting out in the living room and I'm like, I'm hot. Right. I still, as you always I are. Sti- <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> At least I don't have holes in the armpits of my t-shirts this week. Love yeah, that. I did. I really did. But yeah, even if I'm sitting out and I'm like hot, I'll mm-hmm. probably still have a blanket over the like my feet Your and my calves. Head. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. That's so weird. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And that's all we have to say about And that's that, that folks. <laughs> okay, so we thought that this week we would have a bit of a conversation on comparison. Um, comparison is something that I would say everyone goes through to different degrees, obviously. And sometimes I almost hate admitting that, like, oh, yeah, like I, I deal with comparison because it sometimes in a way you almost like you're like, oh, really? Because I think kind of at, in my heart, I know there's no need for it. Do you know what I mean? But it's definitely something that I still, along with everyone else, I'm sure it, it comes up a lot. And even if it's just you noticing it and being like, oh, why did I think that? Or why am I so hard on myself here? Or whatever it is. So yeah, we wanted to chat a bit about that today. You know, it's strange because I think when the conversation about comparison comes up for women, especially mm-hmm. there's a tendency to immediately go straight to comparison when it comes to looks or, you know, like body image um, or just, you know, appearance in general, Mm -hmm. which is valid because like so much comparison lives there. But yeah, like it really does go beyond that. Like, like, okay, so I'll for me. Mm-hmm. I like an area where I struggle with comparing myself to other people is um, when it comes to like school and career and stuff like that. Okay. Because so <laughs> let me I'll give you some more backstory. Um, Let's unpack the trauma. Yeah, no, I'm but like actually though, <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> so what wow that was like really dark but really funny um it was wow. funny anyway i getting to know yeah. it's better it's fine <laughs> i when i graduated high school i went straight to university and i did two years 
And Mm -hmm. it was a terrible experience in more ways than one. Um, Academically, it was terrible because I didn't like the school. I didn't like the program. I realized that like what I'm here for is not actually what I want to do. I originally went um, and was in a concurrent education program to be a teacher Um, and just came to the conclusion that like, yeah, you know what? I could teach and I'd probably be good at it, honestly, but this is just not what I want to do. And so I dropped out and I took three years off. Was it three or four? Three years off. Um, And then I went back to school and then, Mm -hmm. you know, did another four years to get my degree. But at that point, people who I graduated high school with and who I started university with had already gotten their undergrad and some had gotten their master's and some were working in their career jobs and you know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. it was really hard and it still is sometimes for me to be like, oh, wow, I feel so accomplished because, you know, just this past spring, I completed my undergrad degree. But then to see my peers who are like ahead of me, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I know that that was my journey and that was my path. And, you know, that's just what had to happen. And I'm, and I'm happy personally with where I am today and where things are going, but, and I'm happy about all of those things within myself. But then the second that Mm -hmm. I see what somebody else is doing, I think like, oh, if I hadn't taken those three years off, I could have been farther. Or like if I had figured out what I wanted to do and just gone to school for that in the first place, I'd be farther ahead than where I am now. Yeah. And like, it's all relative at the end of the day. Like I'm still on my own path. I'm still doing what I'm doing. I'm still going to get to wherever it is that I'm going. And that has absolutely no bearing on what anybody else has done or will do. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I don't know. For some reason, sometimes it gets to me. No, I I totally relate to what you're explaining. And it's funny because when I was thinking about like, how has comparison shown up for me? It was the very same thing. It's not necessarily like, oh, so-and-so looks like this and I look like that. But like looking around at the different stages of life that people are in can really make you question yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it's just like for, for me, I did, want, did my undergrad, took a year and a half off. And in that span of time, a lot of people who had also done their undergrad were starting to get into jobs. So then when I did my, when I started my master's, which was, I took longer to do my master's and that's something I struggle with. I had to take longer to do it because I have some health issues. <laughs> so I, I took a step back and kind of like did it at a slower pace. And I had so many breakdowns where I'm like, okay, everyone is so farther ahead than me, which again, it's, it's relative. Cause what does ahead really mean? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it, it is hard to look at other people who started off in a similar place as you, or you think started off in a similar place as you and see them doing things that you're not doing. And at the end of the day, if you really thought about it, is exactly what they're doing, what you want to be doing. There is a spam caller calling. <laughs> so sorry. Um, the CRA like, is going to arrest you. <laughs> arrest me. <laughs> I have nothing to hide. Um, okay. It's like, if you really look at the people that you're comparing yourself to and exactly what they're doing, like, let's say somebody has a job at X, Y, and Z place. I would be like, oh, like I'm in school and there's people who are working and making money and they have money to spend and do things and yada, da, da, da. They can save up and whatever. But then if I really think about what some people are doing, I'm like, but is that the job that you want? And it's like, well, no. So then in that way, I'm like, you're kind of almost disproving the comparison because it isn't really what you want. 
but I think it's the idea of things that we always want. And yeah. I think that's where I struggle. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like I even look at people who my age who have like bought a house, for example. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that that's that's huge. That's such a big deal to that's, buy a house. Like yeah, your first dope. house, that's amazing. And <laughs> And then I think like, you know, of the issues that like we're having with our landlord right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, damn, <laughs> like, I can have a house. <laughs> and But then yeah. I'm like, okay, but realistically speaking, I, like both EJ and I don't really love the idea of forever li- living in the city that we're in right now. Right. So if we had a house, like we'd kind of be tied here. We'd be stuck, you know? Yeah. So practically speaking, would it actually be the best idea for us to own a house right now? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, do I want to own a house right now? No, but it's the fact that somebody else my age does have a house. <laughs> yeah, well, owning a house looks good. And I am so proud of everyone. If you That's own a amazing. house. amazing. Good for you. Like, dope. I don't know how Literally you bought a amazing. house, especially right now with the way that the housing market is like... <laughs> Are you rich? Please Snaps tell me your you, secrets. <laughs> right? But then again, like you said, when you really break it down, it's just simply not practical for you. So it's, again, I think, I think with comparison, and I think social media actually plays a lot into that because we're getting caught up in the idea. We're seeing everyone's highlight reels. You don't know the mega struggle somebody went through to get their house or what kind of thing is wrong in there? Pipes that are bust up. Like you mm-hmm. don't know. Right. You don't know like if they, okay, that's like super cool that you bought a house, but like now you're house poor. <laughs> you exactly. know, like we just don't know. Exactly. But it's, yeah. it's, it's hard. I, and I think it's hard at this stage of our lives too, because there is so much contrast with mm-hmm. what people our age are doing. Everyone's you know what I mean? The like there are some people who, who, um, have still not decided if they want to pursue any type of post-secondary education or they're not sure right. about what they want to do in general, or they decided to go into the trades versus taking a more, um, like formal education route or, mm-hmm. or there's people who are married. There's people who are still single. There's, Mm-hmm. There's people who like post like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to announce that I'm expecting a baby. And I'm like, okay, are we really excited about this? Or is this like a, oh shoot. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and I- yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean though? Because it's just... This is just the stage of life where like we're all the same right. age and we all kind of went through the same pathway, you know, elementary school, high school, and then you get out of high school and yes. everyone like just disperses well, yeah. and starts doing all these things or doesn't start doing all these things. And so you have people mm-hmm. who are seemingly by whatever societal standards farther ahead and then other people mm-hmm. who seem like they're not. And then you have people in the middle and it's kind of hard to figure out like where, like, am am I good? Like, am I, am I doing enough? Am I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think because, and that's the thing, like we do all start off at the exact same place and for 12 whole years, we're all in the same bracket. Right. And then when we do have that dispersal and it's like, to compare that implies that everything is at a base level, but we're no longer there. Like everyone just has different choices, different values, different paths. And, and there's also a lot of pressure, especially in your twenties. Like, you know, those books, like the twenties are the defining decade. Like the decisions you make in these next 10 years, like set up the whole trajectory of Mm -hmm. your life. That's terrifying. It's terrifying. I don't think it's entirely true. I think there is a measure of truth to it. No. I don't think it's entirely true though. But terrifying nonetheless. Every, it is. But I think every like every year you live, 
you have the chance to define something in your future, period. Mm -hmm. But then it is like, we don't know the intricacies of everyone's life and what they're doing. Like we're all different. We have different experiences. So that in of itself, comparison is not a real thing. And I'm not saying that like, if you feel like you have comparison struggles that it's invalid because it's very valid, but the, the basis of comparison where you're looking at yourself in relation to other people makes no sense because we're not mm. the same. And, and if we were all the same, like, it's just, there would be nothing, nothing would seem extraordinary anymore. Yeah. And I think that it, it very much implies that there is a very set, perfectly defined standard. Like a trajectory. Yeah. And, and standard. Yeah. Um, that we are all supposed to hit in the same way at the same time. <laughs> and yeah, there's not. And I think no. that there are definitely these underlying societal tones that really make you feel like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard to step back and kind of reject that and realize for yourself that like, Hey, no, this is not actually the way that it is. Like I can do it this way or I can do it that way. And both ways are fine. Or I can choose to do this and not that. And that's okay. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. It's, it's hard. And, and that whole like idea and another thing, thing, that whole idea (laughs) of a standard, I think totally applies to um, the idea of comparison when it comes to physical appearance. Thousand percent. Like beyond a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I think it's weird. I, I don't know. Like it's hard because I get it and I feel it. But I think that as with so many things... Um, when it comes to comparison, there's this heart-mind disconnect where yes. trying to reconcile within yourself what you know versus what you feel is really difficult. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the idea that, okay, just because somebody is really, really pretty, beautiful person, just because mm-hmm. they are that way doesn't mean that I have to look like them in order to also be pretty or beautiful or whatever. Yeah. But it's hard. <laughs> it is hard because we're, we're bombarded with images of people that look very much the same and, and people saying very similar things if you listen to song lyrics, like there's certain body parts that are always emphasized. There are certain facial um, things that are always emphasized. And so if you look at yourself and you're like, okay, well, I don't have that. Then it's kind of like, okay, I'm not with the status quo. And if everyone likes the status quo, then I'm on the outside. And that does give you a reason to compare. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't give you a reason, but again, our hearts and our minds don't connect like that all the time. So it is extremely easy to fall into that that wormhole of like starting to look at other people, whether it be their bodies or I feel like for me, sometimes it's people's personalities. I'm like, everyone thinks they're like really funny and really cool. Yeah. And then I'll be like, Oh, like I'm not like that. Oh, maybe people would prefer if I was more like blah, blah, blah. And so it could be, it leads to a lot of second guessing yourself and also diminishing your own worth. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. I, yeah. I'm processing as I'm talking. And I'm one of those people <laughs> know, who has I a hard like time doing deep. both at the same time. <laughs> same. <laughs> I'm a one or the other kind of person. <laughs> My other problem is that I think really, really fast. So while we're talking, I might think of something but my brain has already gone further ahead and I'm like, that was really good. Whatever I thought of, I don't remember what it mm-hmm. was. Hate that for I me. I do that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting when you live 
as we do in a society that talks so much about um, like individuality and be your own person and embrace what makes you unique. And you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like all those kind of messages, but then on the other hand, completely flips and praises um, and admires and promotes people who all fall into the category of whatever happens to be physically trendy at the time. Well, I think it's kind of like, I don't know if they praise individuality so much as quirkiness. Like Interesting. you almost fit in the mold. Like every, almost everything about you is the way it is, but you have this one thing. And because you're able to rock that one thing, but everything else lines up with societal standards. People are like, oh my goodness, yes. Like, congratulations and praises you. But I think when people are extremely different than societal standards or they just don't fit that mold at all, they do have a harder time being celebrated. That's a really good point. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good point. And I, at the end of the day, it's it's exhausting because all of these um ideals and trends mm-hmm. that we compare ourselves to um are so unattainable not mm-hmm. because you can't go buy different clothes or get some fillers or change your hair or whatever, it's exhausting and unattainable because they are constantly changing. Yes. Like you can't keep yeah. up at all. It's it's constantly changing. And so I mean like at the end of the day, if that's really what we were going for we would just be these exhausted humans running around inflating and deflating different parts of our bodies. Like, at will. <laughs> it's so true. But you know what? I think that that, with that being said, that not only applies to physical beauty standards, I really do think that that comes back to the piece with like comparing what your life looks like in terms of the stage you're at or what you what you own or what you've invested in or what you did in school, that changes too so much. And so it's, it's really, you're doing yourself a disservice. And it's like, I'm saying this and I'm preaching to myself right now because it's something that I know and I just can't seem to get it to stick sometimes. Like comparing that and and trying to keep up with things that will change, you're never going to make anyone happy. Somebody will always find something wrong with what you're doing. And so if you can just figure out in yourself what your goals are and what you want your trajectory to be and work as hard as you can to get there. And if you don't get there, that's okay. You tried. I think that's really all we can Mm -hmm. do because I have seen before where people will will tell me like, oh, aren't you going to do blah, blah, blah. And then I do it. And they're like, oh, but it took you X amount of time it should have taken you this amount of time. We're like, oh, are you sure you wanted to do that? Why didn't you do this instead? You can't make anyone happy. You can't keep up with anybody because everyone is constantly evolving and changing. So it's best to just kind of put your head down and do your thing. But that again, I'm I'm not saying that as though it's easy. I I understand that it's extremely difficult to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh my gosh. And then there's a whole other aspect of it too. Like, okay, so let's decide that that's what you choose to do. And you're like, you know what? This is uh, the decision that I've made. This is Mm -hmm. the path that I'm going to take. For example, this is the career that I'm going to pursue, let's say. Right. And I'm going to, this is my thing. This is what makes me happy. It's what I want to do. Great. You can be solidified in that even if you know it's not the most popular choice or trendy or whatever um mm-hmm. 
but then look at somebody else who's also has made that decision for themselves and then be like, oh, but they're doing it better or but they're doing it (laughs) faster or, oh, they got that job opportunity and I didn't. And but we're both doing the same thing. And I don't know. Oh, it's never ending. It's never ending. It it really isn't. But I think it's funny you say that, too, because I we did mention earlier that we wanted to hit on inspiration versus comparison. Mm. And when when do you know that you're you're just looking at somebody and and striving to achieve what they've achieved versus that comparison? And something that I've been trying to remember in terms of comparison is that when you see somebody else doing something and you're like, wow, that is awesome. I want to do that too. Something I've been trying to do that is flip it into inspiration and say, okay, they're doing that amazing thing. I want that too. That means that opportunity is out there. It didn't come out of thin air. Those opportunities are out there. They work towards it. I too can do that. So that's kind of what I try to do to help with the comparison and turn it into inspiration. But I think it's a thin line to, to especially again, with social media, with beauty standards, to look at somebody or let's say a fitness girl and be like, oh my gosh, like her bod, Mm -hmm. chef's kiss, you know? And then you could easily be like, oh, but look at me. This is wrong. That's wrong. Or you could be like, ooh, let me, let me see if I could find a workout routine that I like, a way of eating that I like and see what I can do and how I can make my body the best that my body can be. And not the best that a body can be, but mine specifically, because some bodies just cannot do Mm -hmm. certain things. But I think trying to take every comparison and flip it into an inspiration, it's it's kind of like a little mind game, but it it gives me a little bit of juice sometimes. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's reframing it. Mind game, not mind game. It's yeah, it's it's really reframing the way that you think about it. It's interesting that you use that example though, because that's actually something that I feel like I'm going through right now. With, like which with, with the whole like fitness and like like body oh, image okay. thing, and it's interesting because I like that's not something that I can honestly say I've really, really dealt with before up until like, you know, a year and a half ago or something like that. Um, mm. And I know why it's actually, I feel like a lot of people are going through the same thing is because of lockdown and, you know, not being able to keep the same lifestyle that you had before and be active in the same way. And, you know, you're locked at home and you're bored. and so quarantine snacks like it's a joke but it's real (laughs) oh my gosh how much (laughs) baking did we all do if we could just like somehow collectively take stock of how much banana bread has been made over the past two years far too much (laughs) far wild far 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 too much (laughs) but no like actually though I, I oh my gosh I discovered that okay you know those um Hershey's cookies and cream chocolate bars. Okay. So they have those, but they call it crunchers and you can buy them. They're so good. You can buy them. Um, and like the little individual packs, like when you're going through the cash, the grocery store or whatever. Okay. Well, me and EJ discovered that you can buy a jumbo sized bag of it at Walmart. (laughs) And I'm talking like, like a protein powder sized bag of them at Walmart. That was the worst thing that has ever happened to me was discovering (laughs) that. (laughs) Truly. Oh no. Detrimental. But anyway, yeah. And so, you know, over the last little while, like I gained some weight and Mm -hmm. so it's been weird now to feel like, oh, okay, this outfit that I really liked wearing before, I'm not loving it right now. And it's hard to yeah. see somebody else wearing a similar type of outfit because I feel like they look better in it than I do. And then I'm mm. like, okay, let me get a gym membership and start getting healthy again. And I'm 
I'm really excited about it. Like genuinely from a healthy place. But then, yeah, it's hard because you see like all these fitness people on social media and it's like, dang, like I, that seems, what do you yeah, do with that? like that seems so far away from where I want to be because I just simply don't look like that right now. And like you said, yeah. it's reframing it in my mind. Like, okay, if they are in optimal shape for them, then mm-hmm. let me just get myself in optimal shape, what that looks like for me. Mm-hmm. And then it takes the it takes the comparison out of it, at least in part, you know? In part, yeah. I think um it's funny that you say that too, and that that's what you're going through now. Because I feel like I growing up, like let's say early teens, I was a very late bloomer <laughs> in many areas. Um, so I I kind of went through that like, oh my gosh, like everyone looks a certain way and I don't. Then, you know, you already hit. And I was like, well, I still don't look the way I was hoping I would look. And I, I went through a lot of comparing myself to my friends and things like that, which I hate that I did now because each and every one of my friends is absolutely stunning in their own way. And thinking about it, I wouldn't necessarily want to look like any of them because like that's them. And I love that for them. But it's still definitely been something that it's a struggle for me to figure out what, what I like to even pinpoint something I like about myself. Sometimes I'm like, like you're not sure or it changes. And then, and then you're like wanting to compare it. And I find now what I'm struggling with is comparing myself to past versions of myself. Mm. And that's one that I haven't figured out how to Mm -hmm. reframe because at a certain time, let's say when I was 15, I might not have liked what I looked like when I was 15, but then when I was 18, I was like, dang, but I looked kind of decent when I was 15. And then you turn 21 and you're like, dang, when I was 18, Mm -hmm. yada, da, da, da. And so I think that that is something that I'm still learning. If anyone has tips, man, Mm -hmm. like pass them along because that is such a challenge. Yeah. Because it's yourself that you're competing against at that point. I've done the same thing too. And I think that's what I do the most. I've done the same thing too. I've looked at pictures of myself from you know, five, six, whatever years ago and thought to myself, wow, I know that in that moment I was really looking in the mirror thinking, oh, I could stand to lose like three pounds, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, here's me now looking at that picture thinking like, I, I would love to be back in that body. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, that is really hard when you start comparing yourself to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, we forget at that time, like looking back, you look at your appearance and you forget how you felt mentally at that time. Like sometimes you look back and you're like, I was in such a dark place if you really think about it, or I was going through so much in this area of my life. But you don't think about that because you're like, oh, but I looked mm-hmm. good though. Yep. Or, or even if let's say it is, you're looking back to a mental place and it's like, oh, I was really happy then, but there could have been other things that were going wrong at that stage. So it's when we compare, which we shouldn't do, but if we do, I think it's important to really take inventory of what was happening on a whole Mm -hmm. at that time and really think about your life now versus then. And and think about what you're grateful for now. And like, are you willing to give that up? Like, would you actually want to be back where you were with all mm-hmm. things considered? And the answer is a hardcore freaking no way. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. Absolutely no, ma'am. <laughs> not. In no world. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm happy right now. Like, when I think about the things I'm doing, the people in my life, Like the fact that we're doing this right now makes me so happy. Like there's so many wonderful things now that like, yeah, maybe a few years ago I looked different and I liked it a bit better. I mean, aside from my hair, my hair is thriving now. Your hair looks luscious. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Like I, I'm definitely glad that I'm not back there because I've learned too many things and I've become a Shayna that I like way Mm. better than the Shayna that was a few years ago. You know what I mean? And I'm excited to see her become something different too. Yes. 
when I am able to kind of move the doubt or the comparison aside and mm-hmm. really look within myself and feel that, I feel the mm-hmm. same way. I know yeah. that I may have been X amount of pounds lighter, you know, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. But you could not pay me enough to go back to that time in my life and relive where I was and who I was and what was going on at that time in my life just so that I could look down Mm -hmm. in the scale and see the number that I was then. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know, guys, if you want us to continue the conversation about... Not necessarily comparison, but just about like image in general, because that whole conversation Mm -hmm. goes way beyond just comparison. It's so complicated. There are so many things um, that could be talked about. It has layers. Oh my gosh, it is an onion. An onion, a Mm -hmm. whole onion. Yeah. I I think... um, I really hope you all want to hear that because I want to talk about it. Um, (laughs) So please say yes. And tell us your thoughts too, because at the end of the day, this is something that affects everybody. As women, it affects us all. Um, But obviously I can only speak from my experience and Shana can only speak from hers. And it would be so cool Mm -hmm. to open up this conversation and be able to hear a little bit about what your guys' experiences have been and what your thoughts and your perspectives are and what's helped you and what did you totally scrap because it was not helping you and um yeah yeah let's chat guys let's just chat you know let's chat let's chat about it please send us a dm an email i always Mm -hmm. list this off what else am i forgetting um those are it that's it a dm or an email i think so yeah yeah Shout to us from the rooftops. I don't know. Send us a wire signal. Who knows? A telegram. Carrier pigeon. Morse code. We love a puzzle. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Let us know. Yeah. Biggirlpanniespod at gmail.com or biggirlpanniespod Biggirlpanniespod on all socials, including Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah. Do the thing. Follow. And I'm so excited. No, I was just saying, follow, let us know, you know. Yeah, share your thoughts. We always want to hear. We're open. Um, Yeah, and we're excited to talk more about it. And also, I was just going to say that you can, I know because I'm a geek and I looked it up on every single podcast platform I could find. I searched it and we show up, y'all. So follow (laughs) us, listen to us on every streaming platform. Big Girl Panties Podcast, okay? Okay. I'm glad we understand each other. Nice. It's clear. (laughs) Crystal clear. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Well, see ya. Bye. Bye.